it? Uh, who's the guy? Dennis Leary. He said if you put uh, if you made a, a packet of cigarettes black and you put a skull and crossbones on it, people they'd would sell fucking, out. They'd sell out. They'd buy it up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. Hey, and welcome to Both Mics, everybody. Welcome. Hey, Both Mics is a show about nothing and everything. That over there is Mike Safka. You got the pointing right. I'm way impressed, dude. Is it that this way? Over there, yes. That over okay, there. Okay, because yeah. actually, it's opposite. On my screen, you're that way. Exactly. So that way. Mike Taylor, Mike Safka. We are yes. both mics. See what we did there? That's pretty freaking smart, right? Yeah, both mics because we're both mics. So you um, got the, the Hawaii shirt on. I'm digging it. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Our, our last show before I head out into the the airplane world of travel. So I figured I'd wear this. We got uh, the whole family has ooh, like a pocket. The whole family has this particular motif oh i gotta see a picture of that I yeah well we, you know you gotta do the the family picture on the beach with the sunset so she's got the dress the boy has had the, the shirt and his matching shorts and i have the shirt and uh you know we washed them all and uh purposely didn't put them in the dryer and this one's a little snug it fit when i took it out of the package and we washed it didn't dry it it's a little snug what is it a medium no, it's an XL, dude. Come on. Yeah, dude. All shirts, regardless. I always buy double X. Yeah. I, it just doesn't matter. I'm not. I'm not that big anymore, dude. I'm fifty pounds less than I was not too long ago. I'm. I'm. I'm checking in at a uh, weight of about two ten right now. Really? And, and one Damn. time I was. Yeah, one time I got up to two fifty two. So I'm two ten. If I get yeah. down to one ninety five, is my goal just to get under two hundred? I haven't been that since. Uh, well. The most recently, maybe uh, twenty five years ago. Wow. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I. I'm. Run, I run between two forty and two fifty. Boom. 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 Up. I'm up. I'm up and down. And uh, God, for the longest time, I was under two hundred. When I left the RFC, that Thanksgiving after I left RFC, is when I went from one ninety nine to two hundred. Yeah, it's about what I was too. I was about that. Uh, that weight at, at about that time period too just you're yeah. you you look a little thinner to me because you've got like seven inches of growth on me six inches. right what, what are you six six nine six ten nice uh six uh, well i used to be six three i'm kind of like six two now you're shrinking yeah <laughs> you know i i did get to meet up with my son last night he's in from he he's uh lives in tennessee now and i did get a chance to catch dinner with him cool. and like i i felt like when I see him hug my mother at events, because my mother has been shrinking over the years. Right. He like makes this effort. He like scrunches up his shoulders and he crouches his knees and he's like hugging you like your neck area. Yet you're hugging his armpit and you're like, <laughs> what is going on here? And then he hugs me like that. And I'm like, am I as short as my mom? I'm trying to put, you know, put it right. in perspective. Yeah. Here. He's, you live he's on the like, bridge. Yeah, he's like six four, probably you know two twenty. Yeah. So, so he's he's got you know he's got some height, but at the same time, buddy, I yeah, I think we shrink when we get older, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the longest time, dude, when when I went over two hundred, I kind of stayed at two twenty five. Then I moved to San Antonio, and I went from two twenty five to two twenty six, to you know, and I got to to the the two thirties, and then I had a job as a technician. And I lost like 45 pounds. It was just such a stressful job for me that I went to like 195. And I was like, holy cow, 195. I left that job. I went from 195 to 250. And now I, I bounce from 250 to 240, depending on, on how much Halloween candy is laying around the house. What, um, what do you, is that just because of the jobs, do you think? Or do you think it's the jobs and the age? Do you think it's one over the other? Because I, I can remember leaving our, I can remember eating the entire shift at RFC, leaving, going to the bar, pounding beers, and eating again. 
You know, I was like, yeah, and it, I didn't care. It didn't matter. It wasn't, you know, well, whatever. Dude, at the RFC, you probably walked five miles a day. Yeah. You know, it, carrying stuff. Well, in, in and in the car business, the same thing. I my my doctor was like, yeah, you need to start walking. Now here's the dude that's about your height and weighs three hundred pounds. And I go, really, bro? Just like that? Just like that to my doctor? And and he's like, yeah, you need to start. I said, well, let me give you an example here. See, I have this thing on my phone. It's an app on my phone, and it tells how long you've been walking. Oh, like a pedometer. Yeah. How far does it say you're going? About ten miles. Oh, that's impossible. Okay. So I'm working 100 plus hours a week. I'm walking a 40 acre lot 15, 20 times a day in the hot fucking sun. And you're telling you're telling me my 20,000 steps isn't real. And I need to start walking and start working out outside of work. Yeah. What are you fucking like my cardiologist? My cardiologist told me I needed to get off caffeine. And then when I go out to the out to the desk to uh, to pay my bill. Yeah, I noticed it's a freaking bottle of Doctor, uh, a bottle of Mountain Dew over here, and then on the other side, there's a, a can of Mountain Dew, and I'm like, "Secretary lady, what's up with the Mountain Dew? Oh, that's Doctor Sads. That's your your cardiologist." I go, "He just told me to get off caffeine. He's and he's drinking Mountain Dew. You know, he's got cannon chargers of Mountain Dew. He's freaking shotgunning between patients, and he wants me to get off off caffeine." See, I I, I love that. See, I think. <clears throat> I would have like first of all, I think we're gonna have a both Mike's beer sometime. I do personally know somebody who has a brewery. I have a contact with somebody else who has a brewery. These are like microbreweries with restaurants and shit attached. And I it's possible, it's plausible. Is it probable? Probably not, but I'm working on it. It's it's in the infant stages right now, both Mike's brew. But I've always had ideas for different products. For instance, the, the diet soda fad that came about as jolt cola was going away which was all the sugar and twice the caffeine right 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 and jolt so i would come up with ideas and one of them was you know how they had bud light and bud dry and then mick ultra and all this i came up with bud fat it's all the calories and twice the alcohol and bud fat right you know I, the opposite i, mean, of what, I think it would fucking sell man i think yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Well, bud dude. fat Who's, yeah. the, uh, who's the guy? Dennis Leary. He said if you put uh, if you made a, a packet of cigarettes black and you put a skull and crossbones on it, people they'd would sell fucking, out. They'd sell out. They'd buy it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't want a little freaking warning on the side. Yeah, they want to know. They want to see a picture of the death and the destruction they're doing right. to their body. Put yeah. a black lung on the package. Yeah, <laughs> make make the package black and put a skull and crossbones on it. People will buy it. I Dennis, I love that guy. He was great. Yeah, he was yeah. great. And so, anyway, I, I don't know where we where are we going with this. Well, yeah, so maybe anywhere? maybe Bud Fat should be our new sponsor. Maybe Bud Fat. Sponsor. Bud Fat. Oh, I just said Blood Fat. I'm like, that's the no. name of my punk rock band. No, no, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> my speed yeah. metal band. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Speaking of that, okay. But, uh, you and I have had similar tastes in music. You lean a little heavily more toward the 80s hairband thing. I yes. lean a little heavier, more contemporary, but I have those same roots. Right. So my the, question the, the, you, There's an overlap. If there's yeah, there two yeah. circles, there's an overlap in the circle. Yeah. So my question is, is, is there any type of music that you like to listen to when you were younger that you won't listen to now because maybe it doesn't agree with you? Now, hold on a second. Let me explain agree. It's been brought to my attention from somebody close to me that at certain periods of my life, I was listening or as even recently listening to certain types of music and I was expressing. You could you could tell I was listening to that type of music by having a conversation with me, even though you didn't know what kind of music. If you knew me, you knew what type of music I was listening to based on my attitude, my approach or what have you. So is, is, there, this, is this your your Leonard Skinner Kid Rock phase of your life? No, no. I, I it was brought to my attention not long ago because I, I like yeah. all kinds of music, yeah. and I, you know if I jump on something, I jump on something. But there was a short short time ago even where I was listening to more heavy like metal stuff, not quite death metal, but it was definitely more leaning speed metal. And okay. apparently that was you could pick up on that when you talked to me. I wasn't like whereas if I was listening to Steely Dan, I'd probably be a little more laid back. You know right, what I mean? Right. Okay. So, yeah, that's not, that's not, bizarre that someone could pick it up 
just from conversation like that. Well, it's um, it's somebody that's known me for quite a long time, so they've been able to pick it up. So the, um, I was curious, do you have music like that that you just don't listen to anymore, whether you like whether you miss it or not, you just it, it doesn't make the rotation anymore or whatever. No, like everything that I, I listen to, dude, is like I have a, a narrow taste in music. I'll I'll admit to that. You know, I, I remember back in 85 boycotting a boycotting a radio station because they played Michael Jackson. I'm like, I will not listen to this radio station ever again because they play Michael Jackson. Um but yeah, like before I was into the hair metal scene or the 80s scene and Motley Crue and whatnot, my favorite band was Hall & Oates, dude. I was a Hall & Oates fan like you wouldn't believe. Super okay, Tramp. okay. so here's my question for you then. If you were a Hall & Oates fan like you, I, yeah. I couldn't believe. What's the difference in the two? Give me a physical description of Hall and give me a physical description of Ho- Oates. Well, if you, if you knew me back in 1985, I looked like they're all. At the time, that the hair and whole nine yards, um, but yeah, he's he's the taller guy. He's Jewish, believe it or not. Okay, no, I was just wondering. I just here's what I'm getting at. You ever? Um, I've been to concert festivals in the recent years, and yeah. sometimes there's a throwback band. For instance, at the last Rockville, Kiss was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's there's like 19 year olds thinking they're hip walking around with a Kiss shirt, and I'm I like I would go up to them at random. I go name one song they sing, or name three right. songs, name all the members of the band. You know shit and, like and, that. And, they, and the guy uh, and the guy would turn to his wife and go, Beth, do you know any? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I. So is there is there is there bands that you're just disconnected from? Is there a new band that you're connecting with? Dude, my my new band. Is bowling for soup, even though they've been around for twenty years now. I know? thought you had well, even I know of a band that's a little newer than that, but they've been around about the same time, but a little newer on the scene. In theory, of a dead man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you want to, like, like that vein of music, and and essentially they're all the same band, like Hinder Stop. Theory, Hinder Theory of a Dead Man, uh, Saving Abel. They're all like right, right in there. I think they all even have the same management company. But yeah, yeah, that, that's that, blasphemy that's right the, there, dude. That's that's blasphemy. probably the newest band that I like. Now you, you, know, you you've gone to see Cowboy Mouth with me, right? I have. Okay. Do you think Brenda would like that? Yeah, Brent, Brenda has a, a much wider like for music. Okay. You know me, like I said, I'm I'm narrow. I am I am narrow. I like what I like. I like the like. Just during our our break here, I went out yeah. and she had the Alexa on and. uh Green Day was on there. Green Day nice. is new to me, even though they've been around forever. Yeah. Uh, after that was Fall Out Boy, you know, and, and this is all the the genre music my daughter's into. I like how about, she how about likes. Muse, the Muse. You listen no. to them, dude. You have to Google them, dude. They'll blow your mind. The Muse. Actually, you know who's new that I like, and I and the Muse know... has been around for as long as these other bands, Fall Out Boy yeah. and stuff. But it's kind of new for um, you. And, and the thing is, I came across. This girl singing a steel heart song, I'll Never Let You Go. And yeah. the guy who sings it gets really high in the range. And this girl is effortless. And I, I saw her do this song, and I'm like, wow, she can really belt it out. She is awesome. Yeah. And I kind of kind of looked into her a little bit and some of her other music, some of her videos would show up on YouTube. And you know her. You've seen – well, I think you missed the band at, um, at the Daytona show you were at, Plush. The all girl yeah. band that's out yeah, now, no. plush. And this is the girl, I think her name is Mariah something or other. She's got black curly hair and she's I think you think either a very light skinned black girl or yeah. a tan No, I did catch girl. I did catch them. It's an all girl band, right? Yeah. 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 No, I did and catch she, them briefly because I, I was late. I could hear them, but I was late getting yeah. in, unfortunately. But but she's she's the like probably the newest thing I've I've listened to. And believe it or not, yesterday was her first day singing for Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Nice. So you know what she's I'm, actually, she's you know actually what I'm going to do for you. Wow. I'm going to make you remember back in the day. I was going to say mixtape. You know, like, mix You're going to be outside my window with the boombox. Yeah. I was going to say, I'll give you a, a list of songs that you can open yourself up to on your phone or whatever on the plane ride or whatever you can at least test it out i mean what else are you going to do read a book make me a, a mixtape playlist 
Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. This way you open yeah. yourself up to some, and and what else are you gonna do for six hours on a plane or nine hours or whatever, right? Yeah. And uh come to think of it, last show we were talking about how many shows we're gonna be missing. Yeah. Uh, on the sixteenth, which is a Friday, Trans Siberian Orchestra will be in town and with, I will be on a hot date with my wife. With that girl? So, yeah. From, from Plush. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I might have to check that out. There's actually two touring bands. There's an East Coast and a West Coast. I did and, not know that. Yeah. And uh now, who is it? Joel now, are, these, are these are these people in a Trans Siberian uh, uh orchestra? Orchestra. Are they pre op or post op? Uh, they're they're post op. Yeah. Uh, who is it? Joel Holstra. Pronouns. <laughs> Joel Holstra. He's from from White Snake, and he played in Night Ranger for a while. Yeah. He's in the band. Uh, Blass, a guy B A L S. Elias yeah. is the drummer for Slaughter. He's in Trans Siberian Orchestra, and, and now this girl is isn't there another band. band like a competing band dude does yes. the same thing? What is that called? Do you know, the Wizards of Winter. No, there's another one that's more more mainstream too. I think. I, well, the Wizards of Winter actually has Steve Brown in it. My uh, my buddy from Trickster, nice. not buddy, but you know, my, well, I'm just referencing it because my mom always likes to go to that crap every year. It comes around. Yeah. So I, well, that one that one actually played the Villages last year. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they play. They don't do arenas. They do theaters. Well, there and, you go. Uh, I mean, my mom's seventy five, so yeah. Yeah. The the bass player is uh, the bass player for Rainbow back in the day, and Ted Nugent. Mannheim Steamroller. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Mannheim yeah, Steamroller. Yeah. I think they're the original. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. But yeah, the Wizards of Winter. The uh, the bass player is from Ted Nugent, and the guitar player is from Trickster. So I know what I wanted to tell you. I did see a video today that I thought yeah. just blew my mind. I I've developed a new pattern into picking up uh, YouTube videos and stuff. I've discovered that they'll pattern what they show you next based on what you've listened to or watched before. So I try to stretch it, but I don't try to go outside my own. Like I'm not gonna put on my Google on my YouTube account that I'm searching out some sort of easy listening, you know, Pablo Cruz bullshit from the seventies, you know, that's <laughs> okay. not going to make the rotation. So it's going to keep everything like that away, you know? So uh, it was, um, Foo Fighters and, okay. um, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen playing yes. guitar, playing, this was done in September, uh, uh, playing a Van Halen tune hot for teacher. Yeah. Some other the, Justin, the somebody, I don't know who that was, but he was dressed in a, leotard thing like uh david lee roth would yeah. like a jumpsuit thing have yeah. you seen that uh this is that was for the taylor hawkins concert tribute concert yeah yeah wolfgang shredded the guitar dude i was no, like he, holy shit he was born holding fucking a guitar you know and he he's, he's been he's grown up in 5150 studios his entire life he's what 31 32 he's like my daughter's age and that's all he's known is guitar well, two, know, well, he played bass in the band, yeah. right? In band, I th I, well, I think he he learned guitar first, and he just picked up bass oh. because it's you know intuitive and natural for him. But here, here, here's my thing: he wasn't playing with an Eddie Light guitar, you know, the red tape guitar. Right, right. He wasn't. It was it was like more like a Les Paul type looking guitar. But here, here's my thing: imagine the pressure you're under doing that your dad recently died this is the way he made his living you have to step in and step up because most people are like me they had a low level of expectation because even though he's eddie van halen's son i'm not expecting him to be eddie van halen so i'm pleasantly surprised my expectations right. are relatively low even though i've seen the guy a couple years ago in, in his band uh was that mammoth yeah. uh wvh which two years ago at Rockville, I thought they blew it. It totally impressed me. The the whole band, everything. And and he even said during his set, he goes, Look, we're not up here with a bunch of lasers and synthesizers and crap. We're just gonna play some rock and roll, all right? And I was like, fuck yeah, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. yeah, he he had like he played Panama also, um in that set <laughs> with Dave Grohl. And like note for note, like exactly as it was written by his dad, you know, he, he, no little shortcuts, no, you know, all the little fills and, and strange little innuendo, you know, things that go on in that song. He played it note for note. Like he killed it. I, I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, wow. It's, the, yeah. the, there is a running gag that we have in between Lisa and I, because 
there was a time when we were coming back from a road trip and, you know, you scan around a dial and we scanned around. We were on a beach side on the West Coast. And this is about the time. This is probably close to 20 years ago. This is about the time that uh, David Lee Roth was teasing time back with Van Halen. It was no longer Van Hagar. And they came out with that new song, Tattoo. Yeah. And we heard that on the radio. And I'm like, wow, this sounds like fucking Van Halen here. I, I'm hearing Van Halen. She goes, that's not Van Halen. Because we didn't have the digital thing on the vehicle right. at the time. She's like, yeah. I know Eddie's guitar. And that is not Eddie's guitar. So really? the announcer guy comes right back. And that's the new one from Van Halen. And I'm, I'm looking at her. So that's our running gag is, is that Eddie's guitar? You know, what, you know <laughs> at a freaking left field, you come up with that one on a Tuesday. It, it makes right. her laugh. So that's a good one. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't imagine the pressure that that cat was under to perform his but, what his dad did, dude. I, I yeah, but still, you got, I don't know. It's like I said, he, I, I'll guarantee you, he probably never played soccer as a kid. You know, he wasn't. On no, no, team. no. But he's not missed a meal either. Well, yeah, that, that's for sure. You know, it was he, while, you know, while his friends down the street were, were logging 10, 10 hours a day on video games, he was probably in the studio with his dad. You know, uh, his, his kids something. were playing rock band on on the PlayStation, and he's at home partying yeah. with the band it, with the rock star. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. Um, so I, I, it, it's probably second nature for him. You know, he, he's been performing on on stages like that since he was 16, 15 years old. And, and and that's what I like, because when you go to work every day, even though you work from home, you do certain things, you have certain functions, you have certain habits that, you know, make your day go easier, better, faster, more effective. You have certain things. And I'm sure it's the same thing when you pick up an instrument too. It's just like playing golf. You have to play it to get good at it. Well, I'm not good at it. So I don't like to play it. Well, you need to play it more if you want. It's the same thing with a guitar. And that's, that's my problem. Why I don't play a lot of guitar, maybe a little rhythm here and there, but the, I, because of neck and back issues, it actually affects me, you know, with the fingers and everything on a guitar, right. or sometimes holding it. Oh, with them. Somebody once told me anything that's worth doing is worth doing bad until you get good at it. You know, yeah. and that's some I mean, advice right there. It is. We have faked the fuck out of 150 episodes, and now we finally got our shit together. <laughs> Take it till you make it, man. Yeah, now if we could just get an intro that works, you know? Yeah, or a better sponsor. By the way, we probably are coming up on a break soon. Not yet. I don't have the alert yet, but our I did find a sponsor. During the break here, I emailed a guy, and there is. I'm looking at the Anheuser-Busch site, and in development is Bud Fat. So they're going to pitch Bud nice. Fat on our show here, and it advertises all the sugar and twice the alcohol. So you got that going for you. And that was at F-A-T, F-A-T-T, P-H-A-T. Wait, no, wait, no P-H, dude. No, no P-H. It's it's fat and the lettering like bud is in the normal script but the yeah. lettering for fat like the letters are all swollen up and blown up yeah they're all like fat so well nice. you know i came up with that idea years ago one of my millions of ideas that had been taken i never cashed in on was ba's big ass and everything's big ass ba's we serve nothing but big ass beers if you got wings they were chicken legs <laughs> They were big <laughs> ass wings. You know what I mean? Everything, yeah. even the even the bar stools were extra. They were like a stool and a half because I expect big ass people to come to big ass to get a big ass beer, a big ass burger. Hell, I might even have nothing but the Kardashians working there, so I get a bunch of big nice. asses waiting on you too. Nice. And I'm driving to Orlando and not off the interstate. There's a. I forget what they call it. Maybe it's not far from the milk district or whatever. I can see there's a place called BAs and they have big ass something. And I'm like, motherfucker, again. Okay. Yeah. I, I just got to start patenting this shit or something. Yeah. Well, you, you probably were, you know, five beers in and you were just talking with a bunch of guys and someone overheard you talking. You yeah. Know? No, yeah. Dude, I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> the, the last, God, I remember being at the RFC and, uh, and, being downstairs kind of by the, the back door there to the patio, talking to a bunch of people saying, hey, you know it would be a great idea? If you take a concept just like this, get all the gorillas and apes and, and elephants out of here and kind of make it like the, the universe of energy where those cool, you know, the, the big dinosaurs and stuff and just make a restaurant with dinosaurs. Kids love dinosaurs. Go. They would do yeah. great. Five years yeah. later, there's freaking T-Rex on the other side of the parking lot. 
or or my best idea who gives a shift yep oh dude. I, I, I bought the do- i bought the domains i was in i just couldn't figure out how to do shit with it but it was who gives a shift and who takes a shift i had people at the rfc uh management wise interested in it they were going to be i was going uh, to launch it as a test in the world's busiest restaurant yeah fuck yeah, and the idea and, uh, behind it was Every everybody gets a login, and you log into the master schedule, and there's a note by your name with your last four years social, and that's your code, and that means you've approved it. And when both codes are in, if Sally has a hot date on Friday and needs to give up her evening shift, but she can pick up a Saturday, Sally and uh, Mary get together. They make the switch. That n- next morning, the manager comes in, hits print. That's the revised schedule right there. I mean, yeah. it was easy. That's an actual fucking thing right now, dude. Do you know that? That's dude, that's a thing. When I moved to San Antonio, I had to get a restaurant job real yeah. quick and <clears throat> as a side hustle. And the first thing it is, the first thing I did was like, okay, here you go. Make sure you, you download this app because this is where you're going to get your schedule. This is where you're going to give up your shifts. This is where you're going to pick up shifts. Yep. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I, I, I've worked in a company in the past several years, uh, you know, doing the, the the white beard thing, and and that's how they operate because you know yeah. everything's online and it's scheduled yeah. with appointments and stuff. And buddy, I, I I'm sitting here going, motherfucker, this is exactly what I had in mind. I mean, it was almost to the T of what I th- was thinking about. I was like, dude, dude, tell me about it. I it, I was like, the first thing I thought of was like, you <laughs> fucker. I was like, God damn! It. I know a guy who just missed out on like millions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and the thing is, if, if a if a restaurant like Hands is using it, you know, yeah. everybody's using it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Arby's is probably freaking using it, and yeah. you know, it's also it's also incorporated with your with your clock. You know, your your yeah. your, your last four of your social, you clock in with it, you clock out yeah. with it. You can see it in your app. You can see it on the computer. So, you know, how many how many hours did I work this week? Oh, I was there from nine to seven. Right. So let me ask you: Is this um? Is this whole thing with ideas? Are you like me? Do you constantly have these ideas still popping up or they're slowing down with age? Uh, yeah, my, my brain is full of a bunch of other crap right now. You know, I'm still trying to get some movie scripts written. Right. And uh, yeah. well, I've got several books in my head entirely yeah. written. I just, yeah, I need it. It's a matter of, of time to do it. And Wait. the only way I, I could be have time to do it is if I'm single, you know? Wait. Listen, you got to schedule the time because you know about the fantasy football gig I have. And, you know, I'm in like this is I'll just go ahead and spill it. I'm in like 50, 5-0 highly competitive leagues where most people can't win a game. Wow. And I'm like in the playoffs like every year and every one of them, dude. It's like, you know, so I, that's why I, I do what I do. But I figured out a way like on Mondays, this is my function. On Tuesdays, this is my function. On Wednesdays, this is what I'm doing. And then each morning, there's like a 15-minute exercise I do every morning to encompass an overlook of the whole thing. So you can do it. Yeah, can, oh, I know, Some people, dude. I'm just saying you just have to, you have to block that time and you have to stick to it. Even if it's an hour on Monday at 4 a.m., that's your time. You got to fucking do it. Yeah. I do it, dude. Well, my well, it, one of my excuses. We'll use it. Just say what it is. Is I'm done with my day. I go out in the freaking living room and I'm like, this place is a mess, and I got to start cleaning. You know, yeah. you got to. I you hear know, you. Our grass hasn't been cut in like three weeks. Granted, well, get one of them boys out there. What are they doing? Slacking? <laughs> yeah. Grant, granted, the weather's been, you know. Mellow enough that I it you had like a Mac Daddy zero turn. Put one of yeah, them toddlers on there. Tell them it's a new video game. Put the Oculus on them and tell them it's a video game. Fucking start yeah. cutting the grass. But luckily, it really has. But we'll probably have to do it this weekend. I got to get a haircut. You know, it, it just piles up. And you know, at the end of the day, you get in bed, and you know, like ah, you know, I can I can pull the computer out. And actually, I a couple of weeks ago, I pulled the computer out and I started looking at my notes and things like that. Um, driving back from the, the Kevin Smith gig in Orlando, I actually took some notes and uh, put notes in my phone because that's the best thing I do is when I think of a scenario, I, I kind of just speak it into the phone and text it to myself. And, uh, <clears throat> but you know, I, I started and now, okay, I'm like thinking, okay, I got to start packing. 
I got a freaking trip. I got to go on. I got to start, you know, so, you know, it, it just gets put off and put off and put off. And it's one of those things that if you don't feed it constantly or feed it daily, you kind of get out of the rhythm of it, you know? Yeah, I, I no, have, exactly. You know, my, my first my first movie script, I have a 15-page kind of synopsis of the whole thing, you know, of all the scenes and all the things. I just got to write the scenes. Yeah. And then, you know, and then like, okay, am I, am I interested in actually doing this anymore? Because it's been 14 years I've been working on this particular script. My, my biggest thing, whenever whenever you're talking about that, and I'm thinking of stories that we have at the RFC and stuff, I'm picturing Jay and Silent Bob when they're in the movies and they're at the kiosk. He's like, you fucking cock smoker. Let me tell you <laughs> something. And he's answering back. Who's when I find this? you, I'm going to rip you limb from limb. <laughs> find you? How are you going to find him? It's the internet. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it, it it is along that vein of, of a movie, and, and it, it's kind of a the inspiration of it was uh, was Office Space and the yeah. other movie Waiting. Yeah, kind oh, of a yeah. combination of those two sure. movies, and uh, you know, I said, well, if that's a movie, I could do that. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so we are at that point, though. We're gonna uh, take our short break take here. Break our, our new. Let's sponsor. take a break. Yeah, let's take a break here, and again. Just picked up the sponsor during the show here, Anheuser-Busch, yeah. which is now owned by that company overseas. They're not really American, even though they keep red, white, and blue on the cans and talk about being American. Right. Quick well, story. Like... Quick, quick story about that. I went to Canada years ago. I don't know if you remember that. And I went to the hockey. I went to see a hockey game in Canada. I had a free trip to Sa- Seattle to see a football game. And yeah. I took on Vancouver at the same time. I stopped by and said hi to Paul. And, and, hey, Paulie. Um, right. I, and Lauren, I, I, I um said, well, you know what? We're right there. It's like going from, you know, Jacksonville to Atlanta or something. It's a short, it's like right. a two-hour flight or whatever. So we did that. Uh, we flew into Vancouver and we flew over to see Seattle. And I, I, I got to see a hockey game in Canada. And the, the arena there in Vancouver is right next to the Molson Brewery. I mean, they share a parking lot practically, okay? Now, here okay. I am. My favorite beer in the world when sporting type events and stuff was Molson Canadian. And I love that fucking beer. Now, I, I drank Bass Ale a lot, but yeah, I drank uh, Molson Canadian. I really like that beer a lot. So the Molson Brewery's in the parking lot. So I'm going to go in here and I already know what I'm going to order. I'm going to go right up. I'm going to give me the biggest fucking Molson Canadian beer you have. And this was when I was still drinking and they didn't have any Canadian beers in Canada with the Molson Brewery in the parking lot. Budweiser bought out the rights to the arena and they serve nothing but Ah. Budweiser and Budweiser. So anyway, they are going to put on a tap there. I'm going to call them and tell them I'm going to advertise for the Bud Fat to be in Vancouver. So maybe that'll be the first place you can get it. Bud Fat. All the sugar. Bud Fat. Twice the alcohol. Drink some Bud Fat. I thought you were going to talk about uh, Foster's Lager. Oh, yeah. Foster. Foster. Do, you know what, Foster's do, you know what, do you know what Foster's means in Australian? Uh, Piss. No. Anyway, Piss. we'll be, we'll be well, real quick. Foster's Lager? Yes. Australian for beer? Yes. Look on the side of the can, turn it sideways. It says product of Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, dude, yes. that, I, I would – I. this is not good to say, but every day on the way home, I stop by, pick up a cu- couple Foster's oil oil cans because that was like almost two beers, and you get two of them. It's like a, it was like a four-beer ride home. You know what was I going to do? <laughs> Just put, throw a straw in there real quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, stick around uh, yep. for these we'll be right back. kind words from Bud Fat. We'll be right back. Introducing Bud Fat. This isn't your father's watered-down diet beer. All the sugar and twice the alcohol for when you need to carb load and get shit-faced at the same time. Try Bud Fat. Hey, welcome back. Thank you, Bud Fat. Man, it makes me want to run out and get a Bud Fat right now. You know, yes. you know what? You know, Bud Fat. It's it's got so much content Fat. with all the sugar and twice the d- twice the alcohol. You can't buy it in a six pack. It comes in a four pack comes in a four pack and you have to you have to eat it with a spoon yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep all right and we are back on mike that's mike mike and mike are here so both mics are here check us out at both mics.com if you need something for christmas for that special someone give up a both mic shirt they'll go what the fuck is this you can on thanksgiving day here's my commitment on thanksgiving day you can yeah. go to both mics website and you can buy 
of both Mike's Christmas garment of your choice. And rumor has it they're going to include Angry Santa on those pieces of merchandise there. So you can buy some of those things. And they will be, if you order before the 10th, you should get those items for the holidays for your both Mike's fan. See? Cool. Nice stuff, huh? Cool. All right. So what's 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 going on here? What's going on where? I don't know. What were we talking about? I don't know. Um, uh, Bud Fat. Yeah, Bud Fat. I I like the Bud <laughs> Fat. I'm, I'm good with the Bud Fat. How about yeah. you? Did Did you ever sample any of those beers? Because back in the day, they came out with Bud Dry. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never been a big Bud fan. You know, like like there's some there's some venues that I've gone to, and like like you said previously they're exclusive bud you know you can only get certain items yeah. at that particular that particular you know what it is it's it's uh the jaguars i think the jaguars stadium the tiaa stadium is uh affiliated with budweiser and you can only get budweiser products there no so that's there not for... true you can get cores light there dude unless oh, it's changed yeah. this year it, well the, the thing is my go-to as far as regular beer and i'm, I'm a straight regular beer guy yeah. is miller light yeah, now, you, you can know. get cores. You can get yeah. cores because they're the same distributorship right. as yeah, as yeah. Uh, as yeah. Budweiser in in Jacksonville, but you can't get a Miller Lite. And now, Bud, now, Bud Light sucks. Budweiser's even worse. Yeah, here's know? my thing. Those are what you call water beers. Uh, and but water beers, those are safe to drink in a summer. I, I've I've done this experimentation on my own. My brother has told me this is what you call those beers, water beers, and I've expressed. I'll give you an example. It's August. We're at a preseason game in Jacksonville. It's fucking 150 degrees with 200% humidity. Sun's right. beating down on yeah. us like we're in a desert. And I'm drinking the latest craft dark beer, the craft right. brewery dark beer. You can't extra hops. Yeah, yeah. All that shit in there. You're not gonna you're gonna be more thirsty than ever. So right. you gotta you gotta put down a couple water beers in between to keep it yeah. going. 2,000 milligrams of sodium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like water beers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you, they go right through me like water. I mean, yeah. Love of them, well, and, no problem. And, and you, you, you can't find Miller Lite at that stadium. And I, and that's, I remember that because um, next door is the one to one financial ballpark. Yeah. And you can't get Miller Lite there either. So, you know, I go to the baseball game. What am I no supposed to drink while I'm eating jumbo shrimp? Tell me they tell me they serve jumbo shrimp when you're playing when you're watching the jumbo shrimp. Tell me you can buy it in the concession stand. Jumbo I'm, I'm pretty shrimp. sure you can, but for us with the th- with the three and the four year old, I get the, it. Uh, it's the 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 twenty dollar boat of of chicken tenders with yeah. uh, chili cheese fries. Yeah, that's so, perfect. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no shrimp. I got one. That will eat almost anything, and I have one that won't eat anything. So yeah, there's no shrimp when I try to get the the four year old to eat. It's, it's chicken t- chicken tenders or Fruit Loops. That's about it. Well, I mean that's that's where they are. I mean it, that that's what it is. He just now if he's if he's turning twenty one and he's still eating chicken tenders, you know you you got a problem there. You know you got to explore yeah. those horizons a little bit. You got to open. Well, we, we try. We try, believe me. How about if you sneak food, like you disguise it, like you're like you would do your you know how you take like the your animal's medication and you put it into some peanut butter or whatever? What if you did that? Put cheese on it. Everything's good with cheese, right? They like cheese. Well he's uh he's actually like moved into hamburger realm, you know. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, is that like when you go through McDonald's you get a hamburger or is it a special hamburger you have to get or make or what? Yeah, it, it, obviously it's, it's cheese, plain, no ketchup, no nothing. Yeah, and then usually he takes it apart and eats it piece by piece. When when my son, my oldest Trey, when he was born, it's gonna be a great story. He's gonna love me telling this. Uh, we went to the McDonald's drive-through one time, and he had done the same thing. He was about that age. He had graduated himself from the nuggets to the cheeseburger, except it had to be a specific way. So right. he goes, "Okay, but tell her no pickles and no rice." And I go. Pick, you don't want pickles or rice. And he's like, Yeah, I don't want, I think those are onions. No, it's rice. So I'm having his argument. <clears throat> so we get through the drive thru. Anyway, can I help you? And I'm like, Yeah, um, I'm going to have uh, the Big Mac meal there. And uh, he's going to have the Happy Meal, cheeseburger, Happy Meal. You have to tell her no pickles, no rice. 
Look, no pickles, no onions on the cheeseburger. No, you have to tell her no rice. They're going to put rice on it. Okay. He, my son needs to tell you about his hamburger or his cheeseburger. So he's leaning over and he's going, don't put any rice or pickles on that cheeseburger. And she's laughing her ass off on the inside. I can't wait, yeah. you know, for them to see this kid. And it, it was funny. And she handed him the, the thing. She said, okay, I made sure there's no pickles and no rice on this one. You know, that was. Yeah, I would have ordered it plain and called it a day. <laughs> you know, when you order stuff plain, they're like, do you, do you want it dry? I'm like, okay, I, that's, I guess that's a new thing. You know, plain still means mayonnaise, mustard, and, and ketchup. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, plain, nothing, nada, silk, num- yeah. butkus, nothing. Wait, no. So, when Don and I were like teenagers, we went on this trip involving school and stuff and this group of people we were with. And um, we stopped at McDonald's and part of our thing was they were buying us. No, not McDonald's. It was Wendy's because they had the microphone and you, you single, please double extra cheese, no onions. You know, they call it yeah. out as they ordered it to get the fired up because it took a million, you know, it gave them an extra couple seconds. So um, the guy's like, okay. To my sister Donna, what Donna, what do you want? And she's like, I'll have a plain single. And he's like, Well, what do you mean plain single? The regular single? I don't understand. She goes, No, a single plain, nothing on it. And he goes, Well, that sounds kind of boring. And she goes, Oh, that's what I like. I like nothing on it, just just the the, the burger. And he goes, he grabs the microphone, he's like, Boring single to <laughs> the back. And I'm like, Oh my god, it was hilarious at the yeah. time. It was well, and, and like I don't, I don't get anything on it. I'll I'll put lettuce on it and I'll put ketchup on it. But if I tell them only lettuce on something, you know, uh, or lettuce and ketchup, yeah. they'll be like, oh, well, he doesn't want this, 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 and this. So let's put fifteen pounds of ketchup on it to make the yeah, difference yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I get it only lettuce. I put take my one packet of ketchup and put it on there and call it a day. Yeah, you know, because I've yeah, be squirting out the sides and dripping down my arm. You know, ketchup. Yeah. You know, don't need that. Now so. I did have um did have a good meal last night. I did go out with the son. He was in town, and he and his wife and and uh, we went out to dinner. We went to Cheddar's. Have you ever been to a Cheddar's? Yeah. I've been been to one once. Yeah, the first one I was at was about twenty years ago or so in Van Vin Valdosta. And then they opened one down here in uh, Central Florida in Sanford, and we went to that one. And food is great. I mean, they consider it a scratch kitchen. They say they don't have a freezer and all that crap. But the food was great. But the place was – it was – we were there between 7 and 8 on a on a really? Thursday. And it was empty? Well, no. there were, it, Some of it was empty, but the place was trashed. The bathrooms were trashed. There was food, unbussed tables. Nobody pre-bussed anything. Wow. Our girl didn't come back to make a two-minute quality check. We were begging for drinks. The food was great, and it came out, but nothing was bussed off the table. And it was just, you know, I, I, but <coughs> you, again, it's like you said, you know, it was empty. They didn't have staff or whatever. My expectations have gotten lowered. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make a scene at the place or nothing. It's just I may not have tipped as well as I did and usually do. And I I might I might not have even stayed, you know, because usually, you know, you know how it is. It, here's my thing. Okay. When I first got in restaurant management, the guy, you know, I'm 19 years old. I'm not even old enough to drink to drink in the bar that I'm a general manager of the fucking restaurant for. And my my mentor is telling me, look, I'm gonna give you the golden rule here. If you can't keep the bathrooms clean, how good are you? Says if yeah. you can't keep the bathroom clean, your customer sees the bathrooms all trashed. What do they think the kitchen looks like? Yeah. What no, look, you know, there's 100%. shit everywhere here. You can't do that. You know, there's a certain level of expectations. Those expectations have changed for me. If, and I use the word if, not when, but if I go out to eat, because I understand that's that's what's going on. Nobody's working, nobody wants to work, and you're getting that third level of applicant that you've hired that's gonna do a shit job, but I promised everybody we were going out to eat. So that was, you know what I mean? It's a shame you can't even go out anymore. But on the way out, though, I I, I wanted dessert, but I didn't get dessert. On the way out in the parking lot, there's a place called Andy's. And they have frozen custards and stuff. And it looks like an old-time McDonald's with the arch-type thing on the building. Red and and white tile. And 
the guy scared the hell out of us because around the corner there's the menu board, but they don't have a God dang you on it. They don't have that. They have the Chick-fil-A thing where somebody's standing in the line with a with a uh that's cool. Flat uh what do they call it? Uh, iPad. Yeah, iPad type thing, and they're doing the order. So he kind of startled me. You know, a guy walks up on your car, you're not expecting that. But I did get, and this has happened to me before, but it was well worth it. You know, we got two shakes. One was a large and one was a small. And this is a place that has custard. It's kind of like Culver's. They have these custard. They have concrete or whatever they call it. Right, right. You have all these different flavors and all this different stuff. Tell me how much the two, the one large and the one small custard milkshake, whatever they call it. Tell me how much that was. Ten bucks. Seventeen dollars. What? Yes, dude. But it was worth it. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be the get off my lawn guy, but yeah, dude. Well, that's why I bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was proud of myself when I went to Culver's. I got the the meal thing, you know, a drink and a fry. I got the small yeah. drink because they could refill the drinks. They have some exotic drinks on the thing there, special root beer and all this shit. So okay, I'm good with the small. I'll try a couple different drinks, and so then afterwards, I'm like, well, I got to get one of these concrete mixer things, and I get it. My meal was eleven dollars and change. The concrete mixer and some just by itself, the large one was eight and a half dollars. I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, we uh, we stopped the Culver's before we went to Orlando to see Tom Papa, and uh, two kids' meals, meal for her, meal for me, drinks all around, thirty two dollars. Yeah, fast food restaurant. Like you that's what you're spending at McDonald's and shit now. I about fall one day. I almost wrecked my car pulling around the park, pulling around the window. This was a couple years ago yet. Yeah, I got a meal, just a meal, and they they hit me with the biggie size, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm hungry. I'll take a large fry, larger fry, and a bigger drink, and all that." Right? Fuck yeah, I'm not inside, so I'm not refilling my cup. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do that. It was like eleven dollars for my meal, and I was like, "Can I get a receipt for that?" And she's like, "Oh yeah," and that that's what it was, dude. And I was like, "I remember the first time going to Five Guys, and I'll, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll oh, never yeah. know." Great food, awesome food. Yeah. They give you fries like you wouldn't believe. Right. Always get the small because the small's bigger than a big. Yes. Um, but for my, I guess my double bacon cheeseburger, my fry, and my drink, it's easy to remember. Thirteen dollars and thirteen cents. There you go. I'll always remember that. It's still and, a lot of money for that, but at the for same lunch, time, for one person at a fast food restaurant, I know. But you know, for what you're getting at those places, you, you get peanuts too. You, they give you the peanuts. Yeah, but here's my thing. <laughs> There's some little swollen tummy boy with flies on his face in Africa that wishes he could spend $13 at five guys on a burger. Meanwhile, you're a six foot four guy with a bloated tummy and you're eating the burger. So, yeah, you know, pick your poison. And, and another thing we went to, God, probably two or three weeks ago. Uh, be, you know, we go to the the commissary to do food shopping. It's it's relatively Perfect. less expensive. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Um, you know, and by there is the only Crystal Burger around, and we literally are second in line at the the speaker thing, and car in front of us goes up, weeps go up, five minutes goes by, ten minutes go by. I pull up, I look around the corner, there's a car there. I'm like, oh, so they, they know we're here. I back up to the speaker, wait another five minutes. I'm like, it's 15 minutes. No one's taking our order. So then I, I pull up again. No one's there. So I pull around to the uh, to the the window. They closed four minutes ago. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, is anybody working the speaker back there? Oh, it's not working. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not working, huh? So I'm like, well, can I order food with you? So I order what we order. Boom, boom, boom. Um, another five minutes goes by. She's over at the computer talking to someone. On the speaker <laughs> right back. I go, really? I was both born at night, not last <laughs> night, lady. What the fuck? And, uh, you know, granted, that was more reasonable. You know, we got a, a sack full of baby burgers and fries and, and pups and things and stuff for the boys. Yeah. You know, drinks all around for $15. That's more like yeah. it. But, you know, every time I get online at that place, it doesn't what? matter if there's 10 people or one person in front of me. It's a half hour freaking ordeal. Did Brenda have crystals before that? Has she ever had crystal? Before? Yes. Yes. She's okay. had them here 
here in, in She's town. Had White Castle, right? Yeah, in, in Tennessee. Uh, there was a White Castle in Tennessee when so we were there. Does she have a preference one over the other? No, yeah, it's all shit to her. <laughs> Do it's you not, have it's a not preference? Do you um, have a preference? No, but I just like the feeling of going to White Castle over the feeling of going to Crystal. I hear you. Now, we've unpacked a lot of fast food places and stuff here. We talked about a lot of burgers. You Is Culver's the reigning champ in, in the burger world right now in your mind or no? Yeah, I, I I think even it, it like we had Wendy's tonight. I picked up uh I picked up Nikki to it's his third birthday, he's three years old today, and we went to Wendy's and I got the, the bacon eater. And of course I got it minus mayonnaise and minus mustard. Um and they didn't overload it with ketchup. I was surprised. But that's a real good burger. Uh it wasn't as fresh as I'd like it to be, but I think Culver still edges it out. I think that the bun at Culver's up. Apparently, there's something on social media now that it's taken a storm. <clears throat> when you order uh, on the app and or when you at McDonald's and or you order um, a certain burger or Big Mac or whatever, people were pissed because the order would come through DoorDash or whoever's picking stuff up. And it would turn out that the entire thing was deconstructed. So, like, remember how they used to have the McDLT with the separate, yeah. keeping the hot, hot, and the cold, the hot cold. Side, hot, the cold, side, cold. I yeah. think what they're doing there is they're deconstructing it because they know, what if DoorDash is 10 minutes late, the food sitting here? Then DoorDash maybe has a 15-minute ride to the customer's house. Now you've got 25 minutes on a burger. Yeah. You know, what's it going to, the bun's going to be wet, then you're going to bitch about that. But apparently the... The big beef right now, pardon the expression, um, is that the burgers are deconstructed and people are like, if I wanted you to take it all apart, I would have said take it apart. I need it together. I'm trying to eat fucking lunch here and I got to do your job. You don't want to put. Stop. Stop. Really? Right. Yeah. And and it it's annoying as hell to me. Get off my lawn. Um, that. You have to order everything through an app now. You know, uh, apropos the uh, our, our trip to freaking Disney World last February, where everybody is ordering their food online, and the people that want to order their food like regular normal people have to wait an extra twenty minutes because they want to order food. There, there's also a guy who showed a hack tip, but apparently the app is regional or or locality depending on the mcdonald's around you and whether they're franchise where they participate in all this apparently and i haven't used the mcdonald's app but apparently when you use the app they give you rewards they try to encourage you and your friends to use yeah. the app more by giving you free shit so there was a specialty thing and as long as you spent one dollar you got a free chicken sandwich at mcdonald's the right. premium chicken sandwich that runs like 550 or whatever so every day for two years, he went and he dialed it up in the app. He would buy a milk, which was like 106 with tax. It was like a dollar. And he'd get the free chicken sandwich. And he, he ate that way. It was way affordable for him. Single guy. He would just spend a dollar at McDonald's to get a chicken sandwich every day. So then other people were like, oh, it's not that way in my state, in my area. And they always have the Big Mac. I'm like, motherfucker, if I could buy a milk for a dollar and get a Big Mac and a milk, guess what? My kids are eating Big Macs and drinking milk because right. that's. How can you top? I can't make shit for that for that cheap at home, dude. Yeah, well, I I used a, I I downloaded the Wendy's app. I logged in under my wife's freaking thing, and she's got like a thousand freaking reward points at Wendy's. Nice. Um, and and the thing is, you it, it, it makes sense. Doesn't make sense to go in and do it normally now because I got uh the Baconator large meal with a drink, two kids meals, and three dollars off. So yeah. it was like fifteen dollars instead of eighteen dollars. Yeah, no, you got it, <laughs> and that shit adds up. When and I hate it. I hate it. You know, I, you got to order pizza. You got to order it on the app. You know, granted, I don't want to talk to anybody on the phone, but you know, well, even now you go into McDonald's or something. There's nobody at the counter, and they have the big screens there turned sideways. <laughs> you got the push button on it, and all these old people in Florida can't figure this shit out. And then somebody comes from the back and helps them, or brings them to the secret register and rings shit up for them anyway. And right, it's like, but I, I don't know if you're how aware you are of this. They've done bacterial tests on those touch screens, and there's actually raw fecal material on those screens and shit. Yeah, so, um, yeah buddy, no, no. There's, there's raw fecal material on this screen right here. 
Well, that's because you won't stop texting in the shitter, dude. Nice. Yeah. Go. So I, I I hate the apps, and uh, I don't know. Where did it all start? What was the first app that like you put on your phone, and it was just like the downfall for me? It was probably Domino's. Looking at my my phone. Yeah, dominoes or a poker game or a pool game or the urinal game, like we talked about in show in the past show there. Yeah, the urinal no, game was big. But like I don't like I had the freaking Dunkin' Donuts app, mm. bro. I need the Dunkin' Donuts app like I need a goddamn hole in the head. Words with friends. Never did it. Never like no. wordly and words with friends and all that stuff. And well, I did yeah. those, and I did uh, trivia. You can play other people at trivia and stuff too. I did that. I was I was a whiz at that because I I basically outside my brain floating around amongst the bong bong residue and uh, <laughs> and and, and, and <clears throat> pops from beers floating around in my brain is a bunch of useless information that most people have discarded that I found important that will win me a bar bet. You know I'm right. I'm I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna be able to answer senseless stuff shit nobody else would know because why would they clog their brain with that shit see right. I'm, I'm counterintuitive if everybody if they're telling me the end is near and everybody's running this way fuck you i'm running the other way i i you know why because most of the time the general public is wrong this is a proven statistical anomaly in the gambling world if the line moves a certain percentage within a certain time frame, that means yeah. the general public thinks they know what they're doing. The general public has no fucking clue what they're doing, and they've just affected the money-making abilities of the professional gamblers who are there for make a living, you know? Right, and, right. And, and that's what happens. So the general public doesn't generally get it right on anything. And in the gambling world, there's that's a true thing. You can look it up, whatever. You can text me, I'll show you. But yeah. Looking at my phone, I'm thinking the first the first uh app that I put down for restaurants is probably Jersey Mike's. Oh, all right. Because uh like I used it for years and I never yeah. used the points. And then like the last time I went, the guy's like, Oh, you can get all your sandwiches for free, you know, between the missus, myself, and right, the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I have that many points. I okay, yeah. Sure. I like Jersey Mice, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. That was that was almost my email name back in the day because you know it's as Gita. Yeah, well, that'd be cool. But that, that was be- it was a toss up at the time. I was looking for an alternative, and I was like, well, let me go with guy because I don't know if I want to be, you know, then I'm forever referenced as the Jersey guy. You know, I mean, I know right. I'm proud to be from Jersey, but it is the fucking armpit of the nation. So it's called yeah. what it is, you know? Agreed. If You know, if Maine was the hand, Jersey is right about here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I have the following apps that I can buy shit on that I see. I have an eBay. I have an Amazon. I have a Dollar General app. Really? Fuel Rewards, Ticketmaster. I have a barcode scanner. I have all those except for Dollar General. The hell are you going to Dollar General for, dude? Because when you live out in the sticks like I do, seven miles to town, one mile away is a Dollar General. And you can get free money. Dude, in in my neighborhood, they, they started building a building. And I was looking at it. And once they started putting brown siding on it, I'm like, that's going to be a Dollar General. Yeah. And sure enough, it's a Dollar General. And there sure was enough, a, nobody in this fancy neighborhood goes there. It there is was a, empty. Yeah, there was a time day. about 10 years ago that I told my brother I could see the writing on the wall with the Dollar General and Family Dollars popping up everywhere. So I told him, I said, you want a stock to buy? Now I'm going to tell you, you have to buy it. I'll tell you when to sell it. And... He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I told him all about it. And I wrote it all down. And I left it at his house. And the stock doubled. Each of them doubled. So when it hit that double mark, when it had increased within a year and a half yeah, to double the price, I called him and I said, did you buy that stock? And he's like, what stock? And I'm like, you motherfucker. You could have doubled your money in 18 months, dude. Are you Where are you going to find that? FTW or whatever that friggin' Bahama scam is that was going on where they you hear about that that crypto thing no buddy FTX a crypto exchange what they did was they siphoned off money they would get donations then they would make 
donations to certain political figures in certain positions. Nice. They also, you know who else financed this company? Ukraine. Oh, nice. We've been sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine sends it to the FTX. FTX donates those monies to liberal causes and liberal frigging politicians in exchange. That's So what's happened is the politicians get together and they decide we're going to send $64 billion of the taxpayer money to Ukraine. Now, when the $64 billion gets there, there's no accountability. They can't tell you where the money went. They won't tell you what it's bought or what it's done because they can't because it got it divested back into FTX and it got donated back to the same politicians that gave them the money. That's what's going on in Ukraine. That and there's some um, there's some. Do you okay? Step outside the box, Mike. Okay, I want you to think. I want you to think about the size of Russia and Russia's ability militarily. Then right next to that, I want you to compare that to the Ukraine. Do you think the Ukraine can push Russia out of their country and win the war? Fuck no. Do you know why? It's math. It's fucking numbers. Russia's already lost 100,000 soldiers. They're not afraid to lose 100,000 more. They're drafting fucking 50 and 60-year-old dudes. They don't give a fuck. If Russia wanted to march through Ukraine and wipe them the fuck out, it would have been done already. It was a targeted attack at the chemical labs, which we are funding in Ukraine. They were making weapons of mass destruction, like where the China virus came from, doing the same shit with viruses and shit. Russia was in fear for their lives that they were going to have a chemical attack sponsored by the U.S. sent through the Ukraine. So what Russia did was they attacked specific points in the Ukraine, destroyed these weapon these uh, um, weapons of mass destruction, these chemical factories, which, by the way, CFHC, you know, the guy who owns a lot of that, Hunter Biden. Yeah, they're the ones who are sponsoring those labs. So I just caught you up in 30 seconds or less. Now, mind you, these are conspiracy theories. But, Mike, if I had told you in 2018 that the entire world's economy was going to be shut the fuck down over a virus that you can't see that's no more harmful than a common cold, you would have told me, what? You're fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Okay. Call me crazy now, because in two years, when you come out of the ether, buddy, you're going to see all this. It's factual, and I'm glad we're recording these, so I, in two years, I can pull this show up and go, I fucking told you! All right. I'm off my thing here. I hope we don't lose our new sponsor, Bud Fat, over that tirade. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. What are we doing here now? Um, we almost uh, we almost got this shit show wrapped up. What's today? Friday? Yeah. What's We're on 152. Any plans for the weekend? No. I, I got I got to stick my nose in this uh, editing I got a lot of shit to unpack. I got two shows that I did with Donna. By the way, check out alternate shows that we got going on right now. We got Donna, just Donna from positive from paralysis to positivity. Just Donna's got her own show. The alien has her own show now. I've shot two episodes of that. And then I got a couple shows. So I've got six shows to edit and post and you know, and when I edit, it takes me, it could take me a, yeah. to edit an hour show. It could take me about six, eight hours, dude. The um, I know it doesn't last, look that way. The last episode, uh, yes, is it 149 or yes. yeah, 149 that yes. was just posted a couple days ago. Yes, like I said, I, I listened to it, watched the first 10 minutes or so, and uh, impressive. I like the I like the little little 20 second skit in the front, kind of get you hooked, and then the intro. The average person who's listening to the podcast or watching stuff will decide in the first 30 seconds whether they want to keep listening or not. No, that was a good idea. It, I've noticed a lot of YouTubers are, are doing that. They'll they'll do a quick, you know, synopsis here coming up, you know, or <clears throat> they'll they'll cut a piece out, put it up twenty seconds, and do their intro, and then back at the home studio, I have that shorter version already in the can of the intro, down from one minute and six seconds down to thirty seconds, so that you know, again, they're maybe they don't like that song, or maybe they're tired of hearing it and they shut it the fuck off. You know what I mean? So it's down to right, thirty right. seconds. So thirty seconds in the front. 30 seconds on the intro music and then we jump right back into it so yeah yeah i'll be editing i'll be editing <laughs> doing shit but i'm 
trying to turn it up a bit. I'm trying to turn up what we're doing a little bit. I'm open to ideas. If anybody out there has an idea or whatever that I could do something better, that I shouldn't do something, I should try something. I'm fucking, I don't care. You know, you're not going to hurt my feelings or whatever, because you know why? Right. Fuck your feelings. All right. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got nothing going on. Packing. Yeah. You know, going, going through the lists. Right. You know, and uh, trying to buy food, but not buy too much food. Yeah. 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 You know, like, oh, this needs to go in the freezer. We have too much of this. We have too much of that. Dude, one time I went on vacation. I did the, uh, the Cedar Point. Uh, Kings Island, great adventure. Perfect, uh, beautiful. Kings Dominion vacation, nice. where my my older kids got to go on thirty nine different roller coasters in a two week period. Fucking great. When I left the house in Florida, I'm like, you know what? Let's turn the refrigerator off because you know we'll save some electricity. You know, it's probably going to be the biggest uh, energy waster over the next two weeks. I'll turn the refrigerator off. Didn't fucking think twice about it. Got home, and I'm like, oh, there's food in the refrigerator. What's that smell? What's <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's grandpa at the crematorium yeah yeah um it was yeah it was it was bad news that i turned the refrigerator off and right, from Florida to the ohio to new jersey and back life lesson number one don't do that shit hey we're gonna go ahead and give out the shout outs here anybody you want yeah. to shout out here at the end of 152 mike um 152 no there you go not a prime number no not a prime number correct are you impressed that I knew that right off the top of my head? Well, dude, it's an even number. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's easy. Right. I was trying, actually, 151, I was trying to think, is that a prime number or not? Well, see, the I don't know if it is or not, but the odds are in my favor. Yeah, 151, I don't think is. Uh-oh, you're freezing up on us, Mike. Am I going to lose you here? Am I going to lose you here, Mike? Come in, Mike. Earth to Mike. We almost made it through the show, dude. Holy crap. All right. Well, you do have a humorous look on your face right now. So I'm going to post that with the video because it's very humorous. Look, I'm going to go ahead and give the shout outs here uh, uh, without Mike here. I want to give a shout out to Gino Losi, G-I-N-O-L-O-S-I. He'll put you on a monster fish. Check him out on the socials. Check out my friend, Night Fan Stand at Jet Set Printing in Orlando. All they do is printing. Check him out. And check out my friends at the Melon Patch Theater and Dustin Levine. Buy some tickets to a show. They have some shows going on for the holidays and stuff. Great stuff. Make a donation. Buy some advertising. Buy some uh, stocking stuffers as... Uh, you know, the, the the tickets for your people. So anyway, thank you so much for watching 152. We're very blessed and thank you. It's all because of you that we're able to do 152 shows. So there you go. It's not our fault. It's your fault. Anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Find us where you find stuff and make sure to get your Christmas shopping in on Thanksgiving Day. The release, the release of, hey, there's Mike, the release of the uh, holiday merchandise on the merch page on thanksgiving mike you made it back you were stuck you were your face was like this nice for nice. a little bit so yeah that'll yeah. be the picture that goes with this episode that's perfect. perfect um 151 is a prime number there oh, you I'll, go that's, that's what i was doing that's what knocked us offline i was uh i was googling on the uh the handheld computer here well it had to do all that math it couldn't handle all that in the video yeah so. all right hey thanks for watching thanks for listening yep. we'll catch you next time have a coconut smile, folks. See ya. Ciao.